Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And today I'm joined by the author, Jess Walter. He's the author of 10 books, most recently the short story collection, The Angel of Rome. Other books include the national bestseller, The Cold Millions, and the number one New York Times bestseller, Beautiful Ruins. In all told, his work has been published into 34 languages, and he's joining us today to talk about a very short, short fiction story that he once wrote. Thanks for being here, Jess. Thanks, Katie. I'm always glad to be on The Bittersweet Life. One of our favorite guests. So... The reason I invited you on is because for the last couple weeks, listeners have been hearing about a tour and a big trip that we're taking to Rome with some of our listeners in early October. And they're staying at the Hotel Donna Camilla Savelli, which is in Trastevere, a remarkable hotel, a former convent designed by the architect Borromini, Tiffany's favorite architect, uh, and also the very hotel where she had her very elaborate and gorgeous wedding reception. But however, what we've come to realize that's so interesting is that once you start looking into this hotel and talking to different people about it, what we've uncovered is that a lot of different writers have included this particular hotel in various stories that they've written. Anthony Doerr wrote a short story including it. Most recently, friend of the show, author Liam Callanan with his book When in Rome is set partially there. And of course, you, who are going to share a story with us, also set something there. So I decided to invite you in to talk about what is it about this particular hotel that is literary magic that makes a person want to write about it. Now, of course, you're just one man, so you can only share why you wanted to write about it. But uh, do you have a theory about what it is about this particular place that ends up in so many books? It's so intriguing. It really is a remarkable place. In fact, when I just got back from Italy, but when I heard you guys were staying at the Donna Camilla Savelli, I wanted to go back again. It's such um it's such a rich place. I think, you know, it's history, it's location. And I think for my family, especially, it was this incredible retreat in the center of Rome, right across from the Centro, and yet in a real neighborhood and in a place that was just so evocative of time and of, you know, all the lives that were lived there. It there are a couple of hotels I've been to. The Hotel Lutetia in Paris reminds me of the same thing, where history seems to connect with the experience you're having. And I think that's just what I've always felt about that hotel. It's um, I envy you guys getting to go back there. Thank you. I also I'm so excited that we're all going to be hanging out there. And yeah. and it has that uh, the beautiful garden in the center of it, which also is this oasis in Rome, basically in a garden where you can eat your breakfast in the morning. I know you yeah. went there with the full family, the three kids, wife, and son-in-law, I believe, right? Yep. What was it like for you guys to start your days there with a, a big group of people? I mean... Yeah, the I think that's one of my favorite things about it, the courtyard and the rooftop. And so we, when you're on vacation, we would all meet together at breakfast and we were rise at different times but just to come out and see my daughters sitting there reading a book drinking a cup of coffee 
or to see, you know, my son ready to go to a museum or something. It was just this amazing place for everyone to start and in our favorite neighborhood. And again, it felt a little bit like you were separated from the rabble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not you're not staying at a hotel around the corner from Trevi Fountain. You're in an actual neighborhood. And right up the street was our favorite bar, uh, um, this great foosball bar where my son had, I think, his first legal drink. And um, <laughs> it, and so it was, yeah, the whole, that whole trip just felt to me like the best of being in a place and being slightly outside it. And that courtyard, you know, is so quiet. The birds are there and you don't hear the noise of Rome all around you. You don't see you know, the tours or anything, you're just, you're eating breakfast in a place in a way that people have eaten breakfast there for 300, 400, a thousand years. And, you know, in the quiet, cool courtyard in the center of this old convent, it's really, really a lovely setting. So how does this and, end? And it's delicious. That's true. Yeah. Very yeah. delicious, uh, sweet and savory breakfast. Yes. Exactly. Vegan options, even. I mean, it's I wouldn't this... know about that. To... <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah. it's, it's true. Uh, so, oh. how then does this hotel end up in a story of yours? Well, I had gotten an, uh, a note from an editor at Esquire asking they have their annual travel piece, and um, you know, I, I've been publishing in magazines, I guess, since the 1990s. And one thing that has really happened is the size of stories that they want has really shrunk. <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> yeah. um, a magazine like Esquire has to fit, you know, uh, small pieces of writing next to George Clooney in his new suit or whatever. And so <laughs> yeah. they really put value on these kind of small, tight, Pieces. And so when they said they wanted a travel piece, I had just gotten back from this epic trip, not quite as epic as the one we took this year, which was five weeks, but still a two and a half, almost three week trip that included Estonia, Iceland, and then Rome. And and Rome was such a highlight for everyone in the family that immediately that's where my mind flashed. And I don't know about you, but when I travel, often the trip ends up distilling itself to a handful of almost photographs. It's like we create an old school photo album. And I think one of the most profound and happy moments for me was on the rooftop of the Donna Camilla Civilli. And and so I flashed immediately to that moment. Wow. And that rooftop where we're doing our welcoming aperitivo on the first day of the trip. You I have to stop rubbing it in that I can't be there. <laughs> you can right. still come. You can still come. Uh, we do I, have I some think... rooms available. I think two trips to Italy in a year um, it's might, too uh, might be might be more than than uh, I can bear. Too opulent, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah you might much, have to even, even for me. Yeah, reconsider yourself. So, or would at you... least finish another book. In the meantime. <laughs> right there, you go. Uh, so, do you want to read us the story that you wrote? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Rome shimmers in July heat. You are fifty-three, a father since you were nineteen. Some friends have toddlers. Yours are off to grad school. For 30 years, you dreamed of this trip, but had neither money nor time. And now, four countries in two weeks have you wrung out. 
the Berlin airlift was easier than getting wife, three adult kids, and a son-in-law to Europe. Four different departures and returns, and at least as many diets. Vegetarian in Estonia? And itineraries. Caravaggio, concert, Caccio e Pepe. Tonight, the family plops at a sidewalk six-top outside a busy trattoria. Baskets of hot bread appear, chilled primitivo. Toasts are made, and when you glance at your pretty Italian-American wife, she is weeping. Suddenly, it's all worth it, and not just the trip. This reverie repeats every day at cocktail hour. Aperol spritzes in front of misting fans in the boiling Piazza Santa Maria. Martinis after your wife is slut-shamed for going sleeveless at the Vatican. Negronis in a bar built into the Janiculum Hill, where you play foosball, goal! And your earnest son seeks drinking advice from his older sisters. He leans limoncello. On the last night, it is a wistful bottle of Barolo on the top of the old convent where you're staying. Rome spills out before you. Bell towers and tile roofs, terracotta walls. When the moon rises, no one speaks. The silence is exquisite. Maybe they're wrong, the evolutionary biologists who insist we procreate to ensure survival of our DNA. Maybe it's this, to grow the people you most want to have a drink with, the ones who know to be quiet for this wine-soaked moment of joy. That's lovely. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it was a lovely moment sitting up there. I still remember the moon was setting right behind us and just to see the city laid out before you like that. And you hear the just the quiet sort of buzz of Rome below you, but you're just above it a little bit. And it's, yeah, it's really it was such a remarkable last night. And I think we all felt like, you know, we'd accomplished something, you know, we, we had done Rome and yeah, we, it was really nice. Well, there is a few rooms left for the trip to Rome where we will be staying in this hotel. All you have to do to get all the details or to reserve a room is send us a note at bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. Bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. And Jess, if you decide in the middle of the night one night and you wake up <laughs> and you think, what am I thinking? I must go do this trip. Feel free to send us a note as well. I will, the, the first three listeners to um, sign up, I will pay for your first game of foosball. Oh, wow. That is nice. <laughs> and how much is that running? Do you remember? I think it's still a quarter. All so. right. I'll be sure to send you a bill. Oh, that's great. And I've never been to the bar that you're talking about, but you better know that I'm going to find that place when it's I'm called in Rome. Vino, Vino e Veritas. Wine is truth, I believe. And it's just, a, it's just down the hill from the hotel. So lovely spot. And then walking up to the uh, the Villa Doria Pomfili, um, but we, it was just a perfect location for all. And then, of course, going into the Centro and going everywhere, you know, from the Vatican to uh, um, to the Spanish Steps. It was just such a perfect location. Yeah, it's such a special yeah. place. Well, thanks for yeah. coming on the show and yeah, sharing my your pleasure. story. And I guess we'll leave it there. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. Talk to you next week. Bye.